Hello, everyone. This is week five of our six-week retro re-release. Our characters are definitely getting somewhere, and this week they'll get somewhere even more. We do hope that any of our listeners currently observing Ramadan, the Easter season, or upcoming Passover have a blessed experience in their faith and community. Until next week. You hear a rustling from your phone. It catches you by surprise. Does a 22 hit your will defense? Yeah. You're immobilized for an hour and it forces you to listen to itself. You are now listening to that D&D podcast. Hi there, folks. It's Mike J. Darkson Berard, your humble... No, I'm just kidding. I'm not humble at all. <laughs> GM. And uh, tonight we will be fumbling towards ecstasy? No. Stumbling towards Bethlehem. No, that's not right. We'll be playing 5E. 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 Um, yeah, it's like a game that we play with dice, and today we're playing it online. Um, I'd like to introduce my partners in Crimes to Key, Crime, Ecstasy, whatever. Uh, we're going to go left to right, and none of you have the same uh, order as me, so I'm going to pick Adam first, and then we can do the thing where he picks somebody else and you all stare quietly at each other. Um, my, you know, I'm Adam. Um, I'm Adam. I'm playing Thom the Cleric today. Um, I don't even know who I am on the forums. And I'm just going to pass this off to David. Hi, I'm David. I am playing Marcus the Fighter in this campaign, and I am Dark Primus on the forums, which J. Dark Sun did not know for some reason. I know that now. <laughs> you know that now. You didn't know that for like two months. I, I know I know lots of nothing or something like that. All right. Let's give it to somebody else. I'm going to keep it rolling. Who's next? Chris, you're next. I'll go next. My name is Chris. You may know me as the road virus on the forums and pretty much everywhere else. I will be playing... You may not. You may not, but now you do. Uh, I will be playing Varen, Sticky Gust Runner, the uh, thief slash general discontent person who owns a pirate ship. And next up is Greg. Hey, I'm Greg. I'll uh, be playing Florf, the javelin-throwing dwarf. Florf the dwarf. I I am zombie (laughs) hero on the forums. Yeah, I try to make all of them rhyme because uh, that's, you know, to make my character super interesting. Everyone loves rhyming. Anyways, um, I don't think there's really anything else uh, going on, so uh, who hasn't gone yet? Uh, David, have you gone? Yep, Bobby hasn't gone yet. Yeah, Andrew and Bobby left. Bobby, go ahead. I'm Bobby, also known as Robert, also known as Kaplar on the forums. 
Uh, I'll be playing the role of Flint Iron Fist, the dumb fighter dwarf. That hey, let's pass it to Andrew. Hi, I'm Andrew Owey. I'll be playing Faz the Fantastic, the party wizard tonight. I'm Oats on the forums, and on Sundays I bathe in peanut butter. Sounds like a real sticky situation. It is a Canadian ritual. Yeah, let's go with that. Keeps his skin like a virgin. Not virgin soft, just like a virgin. Touch for the very first time? It actually, if you rub my skin at the right frequency, it plays the Madonna song. <laughs> Wink. I don't even know what to do with that. Um. Except test it out, I guess. Okay. Probably on a, okay. I, I, I live in 123 Ontario Street in Canada, comma, Canuckistan. Be right over. So that, I'm, that might actually be a place. I, I, you can't uh, trust Canadian addresses. I'll, I'll <laughs> leave the porch light on. I'll leave the light for uh, you. Dude, dude, it's the Motel 6 commercial now. La Quinta is Spanish for high-speed internet. kind of wish Thank that you, I could Chris. infect you with malaria <laughs> over the internet. I already got enough stuff going on. Save it for later. Okay. So where is Chris? Chris, you said something. Ask what you loved and hated and stuff. You sent that to me at some point in time. On the Google chat, which yeah, there it is. I think about it is probably the least ideal way of sending it to you. Yeah, you would add up, man. Can't make it too easy. I apologize to everyone in the general universe. I've had a rough week. I have children, and also I am um, working. Those things means that I get tired sometimes. Me too. Not forgiven. You're such a dick, my god damn it. Chris, have you figured out what you can't live without yet? Um, freedom. The mere concept of Applebee's. Freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose. Freedom costs a buck oh five. Ooh, go fast. Freedom costs a buck oh five. Alright, Bobby, I think you're the last one. One, two, three, four, five, six. Bobby? I prefer... I keep forgetting if you prefer Robert or Bobby. I blame Chris. It doesn't matter. He's Bobbert. Yeah, I get Bobbert, He's too. Robbie. That's a compromise. Okay, no, I'm not um, a Robbie. No. Bobbert? Oh, did you post things you love and hate already? It was like your axe and an illiteracy and something? Yeah, that was... <laughs> that was for funsies. He hates book learning. <laughs> love he hates, killing he demons. He hates love and he loves hate. <laughs> so, love killing demons. Hate demons. Can't live without hammer passed down through his family. <laughs> Can't live without bloodthirst. Can't live without oxygen. Can't live without hammer time. Got it. Stop. Collaborate and listen. <laughs> and listen. <laughs> Ice is back with a brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Flows like a hawk through me daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Deadly. I don't know. Turn off the lights and I glow. <laughs> to the extreme, rock a mic like a candle. To the extreme, I like a mic like a candle. Our vandal. Turn out the light there and let the stage like a candle. Oh, it's copyright infringement. Nope. Turn out the lights and wax your own like a candle. Isn't he dead? This is nope. clearly a spoken word he tribute. Actually, <laughs> he actually makes a living flipping houses now. Yeah, he's got a reality show where he flips houses. Dude's strong like a motherfucker. He's <laughs> about to say with his arms. <laughs> he's got like a 22 strength. Nerd. Like Carrot Top. So, speaking of that, when last we left our adventurers, they had recently uh, saved the city of the capital of Midland, Windhelm, uh, Windham, 
from uh, an invasion, uh, the Kushan invasion. Well, then they saved, quote unquote, they um, defeated uh, a major enemy that had come to Midland Shores bearing a relic. Um, and one of the party, after slaying the vile creature, uh, tore the relic from its neck and now holds it in his possession. Want to remind everyone who that is? That would be me, Marcus. All right. Uh, the relic is a uh, crimson egg on a golden chain, and the egg is decorated with a uh, dressed-up face. There's like an eye on one side, and then there's like an eye on the bottom, and there's a mouth in the between. Uh, and it would just be like a certain sort of curio, but it's warm to the touch, and uh, occasionally the eyes will open and look. Now, when the eyes open, does it do anything, or does it just kind of look around inquisitively? It looks around inquisitively, and it closes them again. And the mouth hasn't hey, said anything yet, correct? That's correct. Did the city guard still respect me as some kind of leader? Yes, everyone seems to think... Well, first of all, um, you guys largely saved the city through your ingenuity and taking chargedness. Um, and by save the city, I mean, you know, the city's mostly sacked. But the castle walls still stand. Well, that's so the Chris, important part. Saying? Not Chris. The other non-Chris. Adam. Oh, shit. The only Most other non-Chris non- is... <laughs> Uh, Andrew. Uh, Andrew. Yeah. I was just asking if the city guards still respected and feared Faz. Faz the Fantastic. Yes, generally, they respect and fear a lot of you. Excellent. So you are summoned, um, and uh, the king wants requests an audience with uh, the heroes of the defense of the siege. Well, who are we deny such a request, I guess? Hmm? Before we go into the throne room, Faz is gonna like just pull Varen aside and be like, "Okay, the next time you're in the throne room, don't fucking say a word. You almost got us all summarily executed, double twice. No promises. This is after all the last session. <laughs> just like the first and second one. That's before. what you said last time. <laughs> right, just like the first one. That's what you said the no, two last this, times. This time yeah. it's for real because next time we're playing. And then Apocalypse World, maybe we'll see. Is that a threat or a promise? Don't look at me, man. The Batman over there. Who's Batman? Bruce Wayne. You are. Oh shit, Batman's in my room. How did you get here, Batman? Um, yeah, so are you guys gonna head to the uh, the king's chambers? Or not chambers? <laughs> we, yeah, didn't chambers. we just leave there, like, at the end of the last session? Yeah, but I want to throw you back in there for talking about okay. stuff. I'll go, but I might wait outside. No, I'm going in. Something, going something, in. railroad, something. Because I'm free to do so. And right. what is life without freedom? Yeah, Faz is going to be following very closely to make sure Varen doesn't get us all executed or excommunicated or one and then the other. Flint is still just kind of fascinated by the egg, so he's just going to go over that thing, guys. Just going to stare at it. I guess I'll go That's along. Cool. Uh, you guys have been, oh, well, actually, let's pretend that you were, uh, I don't remember how the last session ended, so uh, if you guys said that you just came from the front room, you're free to rest and recuperate, uh, and you're summoned to the next morning, and I guess you go, and as long as you do go, that'd be great. So you go to the throne room, and instead of, uh, large, um, Oh, it's, it's still the large throne room that you guys saw before, but this time there are several large tables that have been set up, uh, along with a uh, very large map of 
uh, Midlands. And on the map are little figurines representing the armies of um, the Kushan Empire to the south, as well as Midland's own forces. Um, there are also other units in white. Uh, there are two or three of them compared to the dozens of other units, uh, as well as some units in an obsidian color, and both of those are on the eastern border of the kingdom. Mm. Commander Genon is there, uh, as, as is the king, and a selection of incredibly well-dressed people uh, in the finest silks and purples and golds and richly appointed things. Points. Yep. To back up a second, um, do the like obsidian pieces greatly outnumber all the friendly-looking pieces? Yeah. There is, uh, so the Kushan pieces, which are uh, blood-red, there are roughly three times as many of those as there is all the other units combined. Uh, okay. The Kushan forces are in green. There is about half the number of the Kushan forces are in black, and those are border, uh, stacked up along the east border. And then there are only three or four of these white units that are coming from uh, the southeast along kind of bordering the black units. So we're screwed. Uh, the nobles seem to be intense in conversation. Intense conversation. They're not intense. Um, if anyone would like to try to listen in, feel free to do so. Otherwise, uh, you'll have to wait until someone acknowledges you. Yeah, why don't we just see what the vibe is in the room before we start saying stuff? Um, if anybody wants to roll perception, I'll give you more detailed. But uh, the base level is uh, tense and gra- grave. Uh, the... Would it be perception or would it be insight? You know what? You can uh, roll either of those and we'll see how they work out. Doesn't really make a difference for me. Uh, Faz, did you want to do that wow. um, surreptitiously, or you just want to walk up like you know on the place? Uh, not in a key way, but he's not exactly being shy about it either. Okay. Um, so the base level of the room, like I said, is tense. Um, the nobles are talking uh, hushedly with each other. Every once in a while, Commander Ganon gets uh, more animated, but he still keeps his voice down. Um, Ganon was the useless Pratt, right? Yes, yes. Uh, Princess okay. Charlotte is uh, not in the throne room today, but Prince Char- or, uh, King Charles is, and he's sitting on his throne, and uh, the dude looks old and tired. Flint, um, um, you are the dwarf that a lot of intelligence, right? Wait, what? Tell me about your character a little bit. Uh, you're the guy who's from the, the, the monastery, the right? Yeah. Okay. So... Uh, you recognize this as uh, a strategy session. Uh, it's more than just uh, planning. It's generally going over what's going on. And uh, when things are bad and the monks don't want to really show it off, uh, the leading the leadership group would keep it in hushed tones and they'd meet like this, but um, they wouldn't let outsiders like you guys in. Okay. Um. Faz, you make your way up to the table and no one stops you. They seem pretty well engrossed in what they're doing. Do I see any obvious weaknesses in any of the forces? Well, um, uh, the Kushan... I mean, I assume the the white forces are about to get just shmammered. Well, it's, it's not... Actually, um, give me some sort of history check or tactic, well, history or, like, knowledge general, something like that. That's cool. Uh, that's in plus proficiency because I've got the uh, spy background. 
So um, you've never seen this before, but you're pretty sure that the uh, the white units represent uh, holy knights from uh, the Holy See. Uh, uh, the church has a small number of uh, incredibly heavily armored elite units that are supposed to guard the sanctity of the chapel, and they seem to have been deployed. Uh, additionally, the black units seem to represent Tudor forces, which until a short while ago were at war with Midland, and now they've massed on the border. Uh, they seem to be following the white units from the Holy See. Uh, it could be that they're there as additional reinforcements, and it could be there that they're trying to take another bite out of Midland. They're probably here to help. Um, and as you can hear, the argument raging among the Monobles is whether or not Tudor is coming to help or coming to attack them in their time of weakness. And uh, so generally, um, if you think of Midland as shaped like France, uh, the you guys had blunted one of the um, invasion fleets that was landing right around Marseille, because um, really this is just medieval France, but uh, the other two fleets landed successfully and are encroaching the western and eastern borders of the nation and just kind of having their way with the country. Many villages have fallen, and uh, uh, the heartland is at risk. Um, while he's doing that, can I try to listen in on the conversation those guys are having? The nobles? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Seven. Booyah. <laughs> um, you try to settle your way over, and uh, you get a strong glance from one of the guards. From where you are, uh, there's a lot of uh, hushed voices about, um, you know, we need to turn our forces around and attack the enemy at our throats, or we won't be able to repel the evasion forces. Um, so Commander Gennon spots you guys uh, and stops what he's doing and says, clears his throat. Nobles stop talking for a moment, and they look at you guys. Uh, and it's there's no perception check needed. Uh, there is a severe amount of distaste and disgust at the fact that uh, someone of your rank and level is uh, in their presence, uh, except for possibly Faz, who seems to have made a slightly better impression than a lot of you. Faz is going to use his minor illusion to just make, like, an illusory copy of his face so he can roll his eyes without being executed. <laughs> um, but uh, Commander Gimmon walks up to you, Faz, and he says, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're in a bit of a dire strait here, and I wanted to know if we could count on you to help defend the realm. Uh, Faz is going to bow deeply, um, and he's definitely going to pause before he responds, and he says, whatever... Whatever Midland needs. <laughs> whatever uh, magic missile. <laughs> no, I want to live with uh, Whatever Midland needs, I am happy to provide. <laughs> I want to live with Mom and shoot her, damn it. Well, uh, we have a couple couple things that we need to take care of. Uh, the first and foremost is that um, there is a bit of a internal debate that we're having, and he leads you over to the table. Um, and he motions the rest of you over as well. Despite having clearly been from noble stock and disliking you strongly yesterday, uh, saving the kingdom has had a rather positive impression on his outlook of you. Um, have an army coming at us. 
And uh, you know, he motions to the table, and you know, he takes a few minutes explaining what I explained to you earlier, which is that uh, the Red Units are the Kushan Empire, and they're quickly enveloping the Midland forces. The White is the elite uh, uh, Holy Something Knights uh, coming from the Holy See, and the Black are the Purple Rhino Knights heading for, coming from Tudor to reinforce, supposedly to reinforce. But uh, at that point in time, um, uh, one of the one of the other nobles slams his cup down the table and says, no, the Tudor dogs have attacked us for years. Um, they are just looking to attack us again now while our defenses are at the weakest. They will retake Doldry, and we will never uh, get them out of our country. We need to go meet them in combat now, or else there will be no country for left for us to save. And uh, Commander Gunnan says, this is Duke Ackerley, and as you can see, he's somewhat outspoken. Um. Can all of us raise uh, an opinion against this dude, or just just has? No, Gennon has Gennon has absolutely invited all of you to say whatever you like. Um, whether or not the other nobles take your advice, they would be foolish to ignore their commanders. Okay. I'm going to walk over there and be like, I'm not good at tactics, but do we have the manpower or the time for a war on two fronts right now? It might take. It might mean sacrificing some small portion of the nation in the meantime in order to secure our greater goal. But this is war. Such uh, such unpleasantness will be borne by the small folk, like they always do. Um, just a quick character knowledge question. What, like I, I know the war between um, Tudor and Midland ended. Uh, was it like a stalemate? Did we spank them? Like, what happened with that? How did Shooter take the breakup? Uh, well, for it was a stalemate for basically 100 years. Uh, they had taken Doldry, which was the impenetrable fortress, and they held it throughout the entire wall until um, a small group of mercenaries uh, basically snuck in and took the fort and left the uh, elite rhino knights, the purple rhino knights, the same ones that are coming now. Uh, outside the gates and raise the flag of victory, victory, and that turned the tide of the war because Doldry, or sorry, Tudor did no longer had a base of operations on Midland territory. So the Midland troops were able to push them back, and from that point, um, they just called a white, white peace, white truce, white wedding. It's, it's a nice day, day for it, David. <laughs> okay, it was that was years ago, you fuckers. So the guy's a duke, you said, the one who's. Yeah, Duke Ackerley. All right. So, Duke, if you're so convinced that this is the right way to do things, you're going to pick up a sword and you're going to help out, <laughs> I right? can't help. I can't help but just imagine Baron being like, so you're Dukeosity, you're Dukiness. Duke bag. <laughs> <laughs> you're Duke. <laughs> so, Dukester, is that what you, Dukester, is that cool? Um, Dukeronomy. So you're going to take up arms and you're going to actually participate in this this battle that you feel, if you feel it's worthy uh, enough of a cause for several hundreds, maybe thousands of people to die. Obviously, you'd be willing to to put your sword where your words are, maybe? He uh, draws himself up to his full height and looks down his nose at you and says, Boy, you should know better when you... Just know, hold your tongue when speaking to your betters. I am an accomplished knight. Mm-mm. He's an elfy type. So he's... Isn't isn't Baron a lady type? We don't have any, we don't have any lady types, I don't think. Okay. 
So was that him basically saying that yes, or is is he just saying shut up, you're not the boss of me? Um, all the nobles are trained in uh, horseback riding and uh, macrame, flag football. Uh, you know, the, <laughs> these are these are people that believe that combat is for the most part something for the small folk, and that you know if they they'll they'll raise their lance to battle if needed, but you know it's not a big deal if uh, hundreds of infantry die; they'll just you know crush them with a the charge from the cavalry. Knights are the way that that nobles privilege. Well, I'll I'll look over at him and be like, well, when somebody who is actually above me uh, starts to talk, I'll make sure to show them the proper respect. Love slap. Right now I'm talking to a coward. Uh, Duke Ackley Ackley turns to Gennon and says, uh, if you cannot control your barking dogs, I will have them removed from my presence. Um, Marcus is going to speak up and say, my lord, with all due respect, if you have not seen the forces we are fighting against yourself, how can you best plan to counter them? It says, uh, well, I believe that if we reallocate some of our defense forces here at um, from the castle, we could adequately beat back the Tudor invasion and uh, save the lands to the north. And uh, Baz, go ahead and make me a d20 roll. Cool. Should I be adding anything, or uh, just roll me d20? I want to see if you roll bed ten. It's probably close enough. Uh, these are—you get the distinct impression that these are Duke Ackerley's lands. So he's just being a self-interested prick. Probably. Awesome. There are three or four other nobles there: um, Badrick and Cromwell, um, and they seem undecided. Uh, but Badrick turns to Gennon and says. Uh, Commander, do you really believe that taking forces from the city would be best way to deploy them? And he shakes his head, but he looks at you briefly and then shakes his head and says, no, I believe that we should leave more of the units here in the south and uh, attempt to cut off the cushion from their uh, their beachheads so they will no longer have reinforcement supply lines. Where are they invading from? Like, if we're in medieval um, France... So, the south. They're, uh, they're basically coming from North Africa. So which one? The which one's the big bad guys? The Kuchin or the Tudors? Kushan. 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 Okay. So the Tudors are just the we're, the question mark force kind of. So we're not sure if they're on our side or not. Uh, the Tudor are the question mark force. You don't know if you're on their side or not. Um, Marcus and um, a D twenty from you, well as one from okay Dwarf. Oh, I got a 20. Congratulations, guys. War's over. <laughs> the eclipse has passed. A perfect javelin throw kills their enemy commander. In, in medieval Algeria. <laughs> so um, both of you guys are looking at the map, and you've never seen... Uh, you Both of you, neither of you have probably seen maps before. Actually, uh, Marcus may have. Nothing like this, okay. though. Yeah. Um, but you guys have spent quite a bit of time in your own cities and villages, and you know them well. And it is long before you realize that um, the Kushan forces are marching on your hometowns. Motherfucker. Um, specifically the uh, 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 monastery where Hlorf was raised um, on the eastern portion of uh, Midland, uh, not far from the border. It looks like the uh, Holy See's forces will reach it before too long, but 
uh, Christian forces will absolutely hit there first. And on the western part of Midland, um, the town that Marcus is from, in the little, uh, uh, is in, the Kushan forces are rapidly closing upon them, and there is no reinforcement troops anywhere nearby. Um, Marcus is going to take Faz aside and tell him that he's noticed. Wink. <laughs> because Faz... Okay, never mind. I don't have to explain myself. Uh, he, he he takes he takes Faz aside and explains to him that they're marching on uh, the the town that he comes from, and he says that he knows Faz is better to he's he's better at getting people to do things. So if he could help him out so that they could reinforce the western flank. To protect his town, that would be really important to him. Okay. See, this is the thing about Mike Damning that I love, comma hate. Because whatever I choose is gonna be wrong. Oh yeah, we should totally ignore Shooter. They're not a threat, and they take that thing, and then another hundred year war erupts, and everybody dies. The only way to win is to not play. Let's all sit down at the table and take a no. nap. Oh, I can win by <laughs> cool. I'm gonna, okay, so they're basically coming in at us from pretty much every direction, if I'm interpreting this correctly. Yeah, one second, let me, let me, I'm pulling up a map so you guys can see this more easily. Okay. I'm a visual learner. Okay, because I'm on Google Maps looking at France, nerd. And I'm like, okay, so, so, so we have to go, like, defend Toulouse. Cool. Yeah, that's the, uh, you guys are currently in the very, very south, um, where uh, Marseille is. Are you over here? Boop. You guys see the map of France now? I see the map of Europe. Favorite okay, country. Okay. So, um, you guys are here. Doesn't show up at all. Let's see it. Green on Aqua, not the best. Not the, not the best choice there, Mike. All right, we'll choose a uh, color. Here. I redded it for you. Don't use red. Why? Because I'm about to use red for the Kushan forces. I un... The Kushans have made landfall here and here. They are sweeping up into the country along the western coasts. Okay. Um, the Tudor forces are along the border here. Holy Seas Knights are right here. See that white axe? Yes. Tick whale. Nice. Um, points of interest... Where's the have, uh, let's find another dark color. Right here is where um, two crowns of interest are, Morphs and Marcus's. And you can worry about nothing else in the map there. All. Okay, so basically they're coming from the east and west and then trying to move past us and head north? Yeah. Um, you guys stopped the third invasion point right there in the center uh, that was heading okay. towards the uh, the castle, the capital. Uh-huh. But uh, they've gone ahead and attacked the rest of the nation, the nation anyways. Oh, shit. So what we should probably do is split our forces and go east and west and to put up an IC wall. Uh, get messengers to the Knights of the Holy See and to the Tudor forces. Yeah. And see if we can't get them to at least blunt 
the eastern assault, and then we can send the bulk of our forces after the western assault. Yeah. It'll take some time to get the um, the, the messengers out there, unless you've got some way to speed their, their passage. How many messengers can we fit on a javelin? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a second level wizard. I've got, like, magic missile. Just tie a note to the magic missile and send it across so, the country. Yeah. <laughs> we shoot. So we get, like, a scroll of magic missile, we shove it in one of Florf's javelins, and then we basically build him a three-stage javelin <laughs> that he can hurl into low orbit. An ICBJ. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I forget, what do I get at second level? An action surge. Extra health. Um, okay, so... Everybody at second level? Chris, go ahead. Uh, I guess we should maybe... Encourage whatever messenger is going to visit the the Kushan. No, that's the bad guys. Uh, the other C ones. Shooter. The shooter. Shooter. To Tutor. you know, shooter. This we you know is is probably not. I don't know. It's a bad time for for us, and we know that we've had some issues in the past, but um. If you help us with this, maybe we can become better allies and sort of fix some of the shit from the past. Okay, well, um, Commander Gideon looks at, looks at you and says, um, there are two... Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Duke Ackley stands up and he says, uh, well, if you're going to be sending um, soldiers that direction, then I, I offer my services. Nope. My scouts are the fastest in the country. And uh, Commander Gideon gives him a skeptical look. Um, but then he says... Uh, the other two dukes there, um, Baker and Charlie, what the fuck did I call them? Bedrick and Cromwell. Um, they say, well, we can also offer our services, but um, you can either send our units to attack the western flank, or you can send them t- as a uh, messenger to the eastern. Uh, I'd say send the guys who seem to be on our side to the east to do the messengering, and then send the guy who would probably fuck things up if he met the shooters. Uh, to come fight the people. He's probably going to be more pragmatic than that, though. If the Tudor don't want war, he's probably going to be more inclined to defend the northern and western ter- or east- northern and eastern territories more yeah. fiercely because it is actually their homeland in theory. Uh, are his like are his scouts legit faster? Pull up their Do stats I know page. This? Can I infer this? <laughs> Would anybody know this? Is their bar is their bar green or yellow? Like how how bad are we talking here? Yeah. I'll just I'll just search them on many um, LinkedIn. So if you do not send one of the nobles uh, units, uh, it would be all at red. Lowest the the slowest units would not be. Or if you choose to keep all of the nobles' forces and send them against the western flank, uh, take the most time for the information to reach the eastern. Um, if you send Ackerley, Duke Ackerley's scouts, uh, they would be the equivalent of green. They're the fastest. And the other two's um, uh, Aldrich and Chucklefuck. They are the middle middle ground. Gotta miss Chucklefuck, Cromwell, Badrick, and Cromwell. Oh, fuckle Chucky! If he makes you laugh, it's a fuckle chuckle. And his cousin Fuckle Chuck. Like I said, Badrick and Cromwell are midway mid right. Uh, not sending anyone will be the slowest, of course. At trying to spend um, Ackerley's. We'll definitely get there before the troops get there. 
I don't trust Ackerley, so that's my vote. Um, you guys are definitely welcome to disagree. Faz will pull Ackerley, or not Ackerley, Varen off to the side and be like, look, I don't want to be around that guy either. Like, obviously talking very, very quietly. I don't want to be around that guy either, but if we can make his self-interest work for us, then that's just better for everyone. Yeah, he's a douchebag, but he's a douchebag who wants to see that part of the country held, which is going to be more useful than if we send him off to the other side where he fights like shit because he doesn't think that that's where he should be. Let it be known that if he screws us over, whether I live or die, I told you so. <laughs> Duly noted. If he screws us over, we're all dead anyways. So. That's the problem. <laughs> might not be die. You might not be die. Awesome. Well done, sir. You might- You're GM, everyone. Good night. Um, Mike, drink a Red Bull. So is that the final decision? Let's have everyone vote. Adam. Actually, I was going to ask, since uh, Thumb's just been listening this whole time, is there anybody could uh, try to use an insight into Ackerley's motivation? Of course. Okay. Ackerley left all his good porn at home. He doesn't want anybody to take it. Damn, rolls today are not working. Never mind. Well, I mean, so, yeah, you're able to get some insight into the man. Um, he's haughty and arrogant, and he believes that his ideas are the best. Uh, you don't, you're not sure that he would listen to reason. He doesn't seem to be taking your advice, your group's advice as it is. So, you know, you're not sure that he would listen if the if Commander Genon told him to not antagonize the forces and ask them to attack the Kushan. Okay, then, then my vote is that we don't send Ackerley. Agreed. That's what, but am, I, am I giving you good information because you, roll, because you rolled it well enough, or am I giving you bad information because you rolled too low? I don't care, that's what I believe, so I won't <laughs> want Ackerley. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm just torturing Oates. Oh, oh that's a, yeah. For other people, here's here's what we're gonna do. Are you sure? No, I didn't say. Are this you is, sure? This is. It's the are you sure? Are you sure you didn't say? Are you sure? All right, Faz, you're up next. What's, what are your thoughts, dude? Um, because Ackerley's lands are up where Shooter is, right? Yep. Yeah. So I say we send him up there because that's where he wants to go anyway. So we can get rid of the boisterous windbag, and if Shooter doesn't. If Shooter doesn't feel like playing nice, then they'll kill him for us. <laughs> and if Shooter does feel like playing nice, then we can effectively halt the Eastern Front. So, yeah. Accurately can go off to the East, and then we'll take uh, Badrick and Cromwell and say like a 70-30 split of our forces, probably 60-40 split of our forces, and go hit the West. Are there more forces to the west, or are they roughly evenly split east and west? Oh, it's pretty even. Okay, then, yeah, 60-40 to the west-east. You guys got about a third of their forces bottled up and unable to make landfall um, by stopping the assault on them. Okay, then, like, 40-30-30. 30 stay behind, 30 go west, and 40 goes... Or 40 goes west, 30 stay here, 30 go east with Ackerley. Uh, uh, Varen, your thoughts on who should go east, who should go west? Uh, I think we should send the other two nobles to go talk to the Holy See and Tudor, and send Ackerley to the front lines. Yeah. Marcus. Um, Marcus thinks he should. They should send uh, Ackerley to the west, just because that's what he wants. I guess. Because that's what he wants to do, so Marcus doesn't really care what Ackerley wants to do necessarily. He just wants him to agree with whatever else we suggest. So, 
he thinks that he should go defend his interests and we take a bunch of troops to the west. Alright, um, Horf. Um, Horf, I guess he really doesn't care where Ackley goes, but he wants to sort of deal with the troops of the east that are closer to the Holy See rather than the west. Since, uh, I would rather go to the west and have the Holy See try to fight the demons better to the east because they're probably trained for that sort of thing. Uh, and don't send Ackley to the shooters since he obviously won't do well with them, so send the other two guys. Alright, so we seem to have a, uh, a split vote. This is what happens when you try and introduce democracy to a fantasy setting. In even numbers. My, my sword gets a vote. My war act my war pick is named <laughs> Diplomacy, so... What does the egg say we should do? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a... So what you're saying, Marcus, is that you're about to try a Diplomacy check? To listen to reason. <laughs> yeah. No, it's... Against Ackerley's constitution? Do it. That's a, that's a different fighter who's got that. Not not Marcus. Well, um, Commander Gideon uh, was listening to your conversations, and he says it seems that... Uh, Sure, you were split. I mean, we could split send the forces, split our forces evenly to the east and the west and see what happens. I don't know. Faz is seriously resisting the urge to just slap him for saying, and let's see what happens when it comes down to the defense of a nation. Uh, this, is th- this is the first time he's defended. No, that's not true. This is the first time he's partially successfully defended the nation. <laughs> let's, just, let's just flip a gold coin. Uh, yeah, let's just try this and, you know, see how it works out. Worst case scenario, we're all dead. Uh, who cares? We'll just throw it to the wall and see what sticks. <laughs> throw a whole bunch of stuff in a catapult and see what sticks? Well, if it sticks to the catapult. <laughs> Alright. How about we have one representative from each side of the decision, paper, scissors, rock, one representative of the other side of the decision. Let us determine the fate of this nation like men. Always use rock. Faz, you should use magic missile. The walls are made of rock. Yeah, exactly. I use magic missile, it always hits, and it hits three times. I think that, that <laughs> makes me win. No, um, if if everybody else is dead set on not sending Ackerley, then we can have him defend the city. We can send Badrick out to the east, and we can send um, Cromwell, Coralon, Goodwill. Uh, other left or gut, we can send him off to the west, and we can leave Ackerley in charge of the city's defenses, because, well, he does seem to be pretty stupid, maybe he does know which end of the sword to hold. Hopefully. If not, you've just doomed us. You specifically. I just agreed with you, you right, fuckwit. You just talked me out of my plan. And by switching sides, you may have this doomed is, us. This is now your plan. I'm very tempted to just use minor illusion to make Varen think I set him on fire. That's more than a minor illusion. Okay. Okay, Mike, roll a d2. If it's a 1, we send Ackerley to Shooter. If it's a 2, we keep him in town. <laughs> You'd put the fate of a nation to a coin toss? Yes, seriously. Oh, this This is going to be the decision of the party. <laughs> it's more delicious that way. <laughs> Okay, Chris. Are you switching sides? <laughs> Why would we send Adley no. if he hates the shooter? <laughs> Negotiations probably won't go very well. Cool. Okay, Ackerley stays here. You Ackerley don't fucks with here. a Jodas or what? Yeah, but he's not a psychopath. Yes, yes, he is. He's a noble. You don't get power by not being a psychopath. Okay. Cool. Ackerley stays here. Cromwell goes east and Badrick goes right. West.
Hey, I got I got power by killing a dude. <laughs> Psychopath and feeling no guilt. Well, he was like, <laughs> you murdered a dude, dude. and like killed King Kong, <laughs> and then you had a cult. He really wasn't a skeleton. He was a giant horse monkey. Get to the fucking monkey. All right. So, what was the final decision? Ackerley stays. I think. Yep. Okay. So, um, Ackerley is in charge of defending Marseille. Uh, and then we send uh, one of each flip a coin for Cromwell and Badrick going west and east, respectively, and then like a 40-30-30 defense. All right, uh, Commander Gennon says, excellent, and he makes a note of the map, and he moves forces along. Um, Ackerley seems very irritated. Uh, he turns a lovely purple shade but holds his tongue. Um, then Commander Gennon turns to you and says, uh, and what for you? Will you head east or west? It may, uh, may be your party that turns the tide of the war. Um, or, I guess he really doesn't care where Ackerley goes, but he wants to sort of deal with the troops of the east that are closer to the Holy See rather than the west. Oh, I'm headed west. Let us head west. I'll take Andrew's side this time, or Faz, rather. Alright, two votes for west, one vote for east. West, 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 west. There's another west. West. We don't want to get routed from behind by these guys. The king looks at us and says, "Go west, young man." I don't. I don't care what your vote is. I'm going west. You get him, slugger. <laughs> splitting, the, splitting the party is totally possible. I can do that. Hey, I got. I got the amulet. I've. I can have things back me up. Question mark. <laughs> All right. Um. So he's going to have uh, you guys set out immediately. Uh, he outfits you all with horses, and um, says, uh, you know, we'll, you guys head out first, uh, intercept the enemy, carry their flanks if you can, and as soon as our the rest of the forces get there, they will attempt to cut off their supply lines and uh, rest the combat options. I want you to try out in the field are up to you. Good luck. Oh, God. Uh, Hlorf, uh Commander Gunn says that uh, let's seize your, your need for javelins, and he says to you, uh, lad, you have the run of the armory. Anything you two, you or your friends desire is yours. Awesome. I'll get a couple hand axes. Florf, have you ever tried throwing other things? <laughs> Say, I don't know, depleted uranium. Long swords, small people with long swords, small people with javelins. In midair, they can throw it. Uh, Faz is going to see if he can't scare himself up a fancier robe, because all these nobles being dicks to him about how poorly he's dressed is making him feel self-conscious. Uh, there are plenty of fancy robes for you to snick from, uh, the king's area. And, um, which one of you is the most perceptive? My perception is plus two. Uh, passive is 13, so I'm going to plus Probably Thelm. Tom. Uh, plus three. Yeah, that's plus three. Sorry, I was looking at charisma for some reason. What's your wisdom? All right, go ahead and roll me a d20. Okay. okay. Uh, the king hasn't moved this, this entire time. Is he dead? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, the king's dead. Um, as a cleric, I'd like to verify that he's in a state of health. May I approach the king? Yes, may I approach the king? Uh, his, his, to the two, his two guards... Uh, cross their halberds in front of you, but uh, Commander Gunn gives them a look like, the fuck are you doing? Is there a problem, Thom? I'm concerned for the uh, the king's health. He he seems rather 
quiet. Uh, he looks up and says, Your Grace, and the uh, king does not move. <laughs> we argued so long the king died of old age. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been next to the guy. Yeah. Fez turns to Thelm. King what Slayer! What did you do? And who can attack from afar? Wizards! A wizard did it! <laughs> are you a, are you a healer? Please send to the liege. See to your liege. I... I am indeed a healer. Then go, man, go. And I, I will, I will go, and try to check the king's health. That check. Yeah. Dang. So, um, there's good news and bad news. The good news is is that uh, he's not dead yet, but he's unconscious, and you're not sure he'll ever wake up. What's the bad news? Bad news <laughs> is that you're paying too much for car insurance. <laughs> Damn it! Told him we shouldn't have. Um, that's a great role. Uh, you think he may have been poisoned? Uh, The king may have been poisoned. Uh, Is there any food or drink around him? Uh, he's got a goblet, but that's it. Oh, I'm gonna ask the ask the nearest guard who gave him this goblet. Baron is making his way to the other fucking side of the room, being a thief. So. King's goblet. He always has it with him. But who gave it to him? His wife. Who filled it? Just blinks at you. Cupbearer. His wife gave it to him. Um. Can I? I don't know. I don't have anything to detect poison. Taste it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, as a, as a... give it to the undead. Uh, no, that's probably a bad idea. Uh, Ask the cupbearer uh, if you'd like a sip of some fresh wine. Um, and if he's hesitant to take a sip. <laughs> poison, poison leaves residue, right? Can you check the cup for residue? That's the problem. Uh, you're actually, you have no problem. Uh, I mean, you're, you're trained in medical things. You'd yeah. be able to detect some sort of poison. Okay. So then, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, I can't remember the general's name, whatever. I'm going to... Get him, call, yeah, get him and call him over or whatever and let him know that the king's been poisoned and I'll, I'll do my best to stabilize the king but we need to find out who did this and what they used uh, Gennon yells out where is the cupbearer and uh, the guard points towards the kitchen and Gennon charges off towards the kitchen uh, you follow Gennon as uh, he heads towards the kitchen and um, when you get to the kitchen the scene is uh, I'm gonna go help uh, it's a, yeah, it's a slaughterhouse. There are dead cooks and dead waiters everywhere. Blood pools the floor. Bad. And there's a dancing on the table with a half of a face as a creature in Motley. And, uh, he holds two daggers and, uh, he cackles madly as you see him. Says, ah! Vengeance is patches now! God. <laughs> I'm gonna throw one of my daggers at his face. Roll a hit. Andrew, you missed it. There's a half-faced man dancing on the table, and his name is Patches. Um, what? Take him in the eye, and he falls to the ground. Falls off the table, uh, and bounces once, and both yes. uh, his uh, bloody, bloody daggers clatter next to him. Taking those. Good job, we could have questioned him. Yes, question the demon. Oh my god, what is Andrew eating? Hold it up to the camera, man. There you go. All is right. it a poutine burrito? It's a... <laughs> is that a poutine burrito? You put fries through the middle of it. Yeah, the uh look around at the scene of devastation. Um it looks like uh Adam anyone run away perception or medical checks if you got them. <laughs> what the fuck? Twenty one. Nice. 
you've seen this before. <laughs> this Baron. whole thing? Uh, this looks like someone has gone up behind people and slit their throats one at a time. You don't know how this... Well, you get a, upon a closer inspection of Patches himself, um, Thalem, I'm assuming you're going to take a look at him? Yeah. Um, you lift up some of the skin from his face, and underneath the underneath the human skin, the normal pink stuff, is this gray, oily, shark-like stuff. More fish people. Awesome. And if you wanted to, you feel like you could probably just pull his face away entirely. Sure, I'll pull his face away. That sounds like fun. You can start pulling at his face, and uh, Patches is an interesting character. His uh, face is decorated in motley, as in each square, his face is... Covered into a grid, half is green, half is red. Uh, but apparently this was just a person mask draped over some sort of fish creature. We are the least perceptive people in the world. Because a fish goblin walked in just with a dude's face and we're like, he checks out. You man, sir. We're busy. We're busy talking about tactics. You guys rolled really terrible perception checks. It's not your fault. I blame the app. Commander Gannon turns to you and says, I will keep this as quiet uh, I'll keep this as quiet as I can for as long as I can, but if the nobles find out that the king was assassinated in his own chamber, it is uh, only a matter of time before they descend to squabbling among themselves to see who will rule Midland in his stead. Wait, wait, wait. He's fucking dead? He's comatose. Capacitated. Comatose. Awesome. You were gone for a whole minute. Of course he's dead. I uh, thought Thome doesn't know that he's ever going to wake. Um, Marigan continues that uh, his only daughter, Charlotte, is unmarried, and he has no other heir. <laughs> Jackpot, mine, dibs. Clearly she should go to someone slightly more fantastic. <laughs> Just like your thumb and stamp it on the, kid's head, on the uh, king's head. Dibs. Right, paper, scissors, rock. <laughs> paper, scissors, rock, Steve. Chris, what's your, what, Chris, Chris, what's your health? Enough. High enough to party. <laughs> My health is high enough to drink right now. <laughs> Uh, I think it's like, I rolled a five, and I think it's like plus another, like, four plus con. I should have you rolled plus con mod. Plus whatever you had at first level. Yeah, so five plus six. Fifteen. Just FYI, Foz is talking about assassinating you. I don't know if you've you figured that out yet. Yeah, I got it. Okay, cool. I'm not, I'm not that fucked up on pain meds. <laughs> but... All I have to do is, like, dodge and then go, <sighs> and then Faz dies. <laughs> Magic missile. Good luck dodging. So, uh, Commander Gannon says, uh, hide you fools, or or do you have a better suggestion on how you can, uh, gotta, like, hide chat so I don't see what you guys type? I walk around wearing armor made out of mirrors, and I'm protected from all magic. That's not at all how that works. <laughs> Oh, I just hid chats. I wouldn't see that shit. Um, yeah, so uh, I, unless you did Commander again and looks at you, that th- <coughs> you thumb and says, do you have any ideas on what we can do? Or um, is... I'm going to search the... Uh... Baz is actually going to interrupt here and say, step one, get all the nobles out, like now. Send them off on their merry way as we already decided. And then step two is whatever this guy says. He uh, taps one of the royal guards and sends in... Sends them off to disperse the nobles. I was going to actually search Patches to see if there's any sort of vial on him. or Sure, give me perception. So, so you don't find any... Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. So the people that didn't go in the kitchen don't even know all this is going on still. Correct. They heard maybe some sort of thing but uh, from Patches when he was screaming, but um, nothing after that. 
uh, thumb, you don't find a vial or anything, uh, but a close examination of the body, uh, you do, in fact, find uh, several odd sacks in the cranial cavity of the creature, as well as um, what looks like poison glands. So to excrete whatever this was. Um, I don't know if it'd be medicine or animal handling, but it's sort of trying to figure out how to create some sort of cure from the poison. I don't know if that's a thing at this time. I love the idea of animal handling the poison out. <laughs> don't you want to try to manually express the poison from the dead monkey lizard? That's like a no. <laughs> Check it off. <laughs> it's got a good prostate. God, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> Come here, little demon. Um, you're able to, you know, like stick a Q-tip or some sort of medieval Q-tip into the poison gland and extract some if you want. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if this works like this, but my cleric came with a brewing kit and I figured as a cleric you'd be more brewing tonics than anything not a uh, not a beer (laughs) 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 so is there (laughs) (laughs) ah yes I detect hops from the northern northern (laughs) clear mountain spring water and expressed monkey lizard ass so yeah the note of chocolate on the end. Perception? Profession? Sure. If you if you want to give me a perception check for brewing, absolutely. I don't even know what that would be. Profession. Greg's done, folks. He's just done. I saw him get up that time. Greg just ghosted on us again. Um, you don't have some sort of, like, profession for 5e? I don't think so. We just have proficiencies. Acrobatics, animal handling, arcana, athletics, deception, history, insight, intimidation, investigation, medicine, nature, perception, performance, persuasion, religion, sleight of hand, stealth, and survival. Alright, roll me what you think is awesome. I'm assuming this is a... I'm trying to make some sort of medicine here, so... <laughs> oh, yeah, medicine-y. 3D20. Yeah, um... And assuming I can use my broken skill, I want to cast guidance as well while I'm doing this. You're trying to backwards engineer some medicine. And I'm just going to add my guidance for now. Okay. Because that skull can use better. So 15. 15? Okay. You think you've got some sort of potent concoction. You're not sure what it's going to do. But you feel pretty confident about it. Can't kill him anymore. <laughs> okay. Then I, I I'll give it to the king. Uh, there's no or, There's no immediate response, but these things technically are, usually take some time. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you make sure that he's resting comfortably in his quarters. Uh, but and that no one knows of this except for the six of you, the two of his royal guards, and uh, Ander Gannon. Gannon, thank you. I just did like a filter on just you. Um, yeah, but he seems comfortable, and you've given him the best medical care you know. All right, Commander Gannon says, uh, "Look, uh, thank you very much. I will let you know of any change in the king's condition, and uh, we'll keep this quiet as long as I can." So, uh, do you guys want to head out to the the, the army? Done. Let's go. Yes. Um, leave the castle, uh, and above you, uh, clouds darken the sky, and the first drops of rain begin to fall. From the nearest stables, uh, you are issued six horses. Uh, additionally, any sort of equipment you guys need from the barracks, uh, non-magical, of course. These guys are not 
wizards. <laughs> that is a wizard. Um, finger blasting, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Finger banging. Yeah, finger bang bang. bang you the, God. Into my life. In the heart. With a magic missile. Chris? 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 Chris, stop. This is what this is what happens when it gets late. What? Oh, so you could talk about finger banging, but I can't say the Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> okay, right. so, um, how many of you are trained in riding horses? Flint is. Marcus has animal hand- handling trained. He has experience with pack animals and riding animals. All right. What else? My animal handling, theoretically, would be a zero. I have animal handling and uh, proficiency in land vehicles, if you're considering a horse to be a land vehicle. What is it in practicality? It's like a cart, I think, or like, you know, a <laughs> land ship. I, I think that... <laughs> Where did... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what page is land vehicles on? Right, steering a boat's basically like riding a horse, right, guys? Totally. All right. Um, one of you guys needs to take point. Who wants to take point? Whoever's trained in animal handling. But it, animal handling and nature are not my strong suits, so I'm going to say no. Well, if everybody else is going to be a giant puss about it, then Marcus will take the lead. I stab Marcus. <laughs> Marcus. Oh. In the back. I'm just joking. Chris, roll Marcus a hit. has chainmail on in the back. Chris, <laughs> roll to It wasn't a question. Backdoor chainmail. Um, all right, so Marcus, uh, you lead the party out of the gates as the hoofs, the horse's hooves, uh, beat a thunderous staccato along the road, uh, and the raindrops fall down around you, and the thunder rolls in the distance. Go ahead and roll me an animal handling check. Oh man, that's how fast I'm going. The rain's falling around me, but not on me. I just have a really cha- crappy, cheap version of the shield spell cast above the party. All right, oh, let me roll this goal. animal handling. That's me um, spitting on Marcus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got distracted by a oh, <laughs> Which way should we go? <laughs> so let me roll that again. Oh, no. <laughs> hey Marcus, I want to tell you something real quick. What? Come here, get real close. Open your mouth. Yeah, see? <laughs> well, you're not distracted. I'm an adult. Lies. Okay, so, um... Uh... You get the party off to what you feel like is a, is a good, solid pace. <laughs> <laughs> you get the party off. <laughs> Crazy! He must be some kind of octopus. <laughs> okay, so uh, Marcus, you uh, lead the party off, and you seem to be going at a good pace. Uh, before long, um, you hear a surprise, a shout of surprise from behind you. And you turn to see that uh, Varen sprawled in the mud, and his horse appears to have broken a leg. I shoot it. I shoot it. Jeez. Yes. Okay. You now have uh, 1,500 pounds of meat. <laughs> I sit down and eat it all. <laughs> I can't well, legs, I, magic I, man. I could have healed the horse, but... That's for healing people, not horses. They have different bones. 
Probably <laughs> can. That's what magic is for. <laughs> Can't I'm going to ride with, with Tom and then tell him funny stories the whole way. <laughs> Alright, you guys just want to continue on? Leave that horse? Or let Varen kill it, I guess? It's dead now? Does everybody turn away while Faz magic missiles it? Alright. <laughs> well, so so he he yeah he rides up and starts doing his magic thing. Do you stop him while he's doing his magic thing? I'm not actually gonna kill it. I'm just gonna be like, hey, uh, I need to ride with somebody else. This one's broken. Just lay there <laughs> in the rain. <laughs> wow. Put on the emergency signals and then just leave it on the side of the road. <laughs> so so you have somebody else kill it and you gain the. Slothful trade. I get the delegation feat. Huntsman, I need you. <laughs> so that's the plan? You're going to ride with Flint? Or a thumb? Um, yeah. Alright, you guys leave the horse and continue onwards. Um, I would like another check from someone as to uh, going forward into the trying to catch up the middle of the uh, Kushan army. Can I make a kind of tactical knowledge check that I'm really good at rolling high on? Absolutely, you can try. Can I offer you guidance while you, before you do this? I am not going to turn it down. Touch him, pull up, pull up and touch him, pull up and Everybody touch him. Everybody touch him. I'm going to touch him too. <laughs> we'll go and touch fast and offer encouragement. <laughs> I'm just like just like rubbing it. Little shoulder. little 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 lower. You can do it, man. Where are we going? Where we... Hey. Hey, where are we going? Do you remember how I already said I cast shield to protect myself from the rain? Uh, so Faz, your your enhanced knowledge of tactics tells you that it's not a good idea to seat two to a horse. Horses can't actually do that for long periods of time. It help breaks their back. Um just put two horses next to each other, and then you saddle both of them, so each horse has one and a half people. And they just said three soon. <laughs> I'll, I'll, can I, how fast are we moving? Like, is it, I can just walk along with the group, or? If you want to walk along, it'll slow everybody down, but you can do that for sure. Oh. So, well, somebody go fix my fucking horse. Yeah, that's why we're on horses, to go faster <laughs> so what happened than to we it? can walk. <laughs> Legs broken? Yeah. Can I try to snap it back oh, in position? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. Would that be a strength check or an handling check? <laughs> yeah, it's up to you. <laughs> God. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. We're still so, in town. So, we, so we're still there. We haven't left the I'll try to do animal handling to see if I can or have we do something. I don't know. Yeah. This is sure, the, man. how the party dies. We just sit here with a horse. While Flint's... While Flint breaks that horse more, I'm taking his horse. You weren't sure about the horse before, but you're definitely Both ends sure are now. out of the skin now. I hope we have people watching this. Like, as we're leaving town, just let's beat the shit out of right. a horse. I'm with my wife. Someone shot her. Is she dead? Are you sure? Bang. Yes, I am now. Uh, Mike, how far out of town are we? Okay, well... Okay. Put it out the path. Would it be faster if we went gates. back and got another horse for Varen and then kept fucking going? Not far enough. <laughs> yes, for uh, you know what? You all get uh ten experience. <laughs> you get it. 
Experience. Twenty experience. We're all how many horses really are there? Really annoyed. I <laughs> just go around town killing horses. <laughs> you all get three experience points for killing a horse. We're all really annoyed. Let's kill all with... horses. Okay, no, I have an idea. How many horses are in town, and how much experience do we need to level up? For what? Flint, we're all very annoyed with you. I feel slightly better at things now. Oh man, I guess the uh, the dark and spooky <laughs> campaign is not to be run at twelve thirty on Friday night. Is it, is it faster um, to go back for a new fucking horse and then re-ride the league that we just rode? Has the sun eclipsed yet? Is it creepy outside? Probably. Well, look. <laughs> Look, if you want us, if you want us to have a dark and serious campaign, don't give us this dog and pony no show. I've not seen one dog. <laughs> but I, so, you know, I, fine. Our next one shot will be a My Little Pony one shot. There you go. Roll one d twenty right magic. What's your cutie mark? Or are you going to be a blank flag? <laughs> what the fuck I does clear, that mean? Clearly, no one here I don't watches My Little Pony like I do. It's in this great show. Pony, it's funny. do not engage. What's up? What's the blank flag? Stop. Blank. Alright, so the, so the pony stop. has can a higher key system. Please get back to being murdered by an eclipse. <laughs> Such a rainbow dash thing to say. We just killed yeah. rainbow yeah. shit. I hope you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even watch the show. No, I'm sad. Alright, so uh, you go back, you get a new horse, you gallop uh, as best as you can. We'll give you one more animal handling check to see if anything terrible happens to you guys. So they don't ask any questions when we're in town? And, uh, the last I horse. Shut port. up. <laughs> <laughs> My animal handling you is surf, great. You surf on the horse. <laughs> as I, I, I think you've done enough. How bad does it make that horse feel? We ride back with just a new fucking horse as it's laying on the side of the road. <laughs> Greg, it is based on your wisdom modifier. How many horses die? That's right. Perfect. <laughs> we end up in the ocean. My horse is fine. I have a robot horse. Fuck so you guys. All of our horses, uh, we, we have found a new horse plague and all horses die within the next six weeks. So you guys are uh, doggedly dog and pony show. There you go. <laughs> so you guys are. Um, oh wait, took a Varen, Varen, Can you hear us? Or do we, should we wait to get back? Uh, I don't have a wireless headset, but you guys can go and just somebody type what he's saying word for word, and I'll read it. <laughs> okay. You guys write as hard as you can. Uh, you do your best that you that you know how to do, um, but you're unable to catch the Kushan army as it advances towards Marcus's town. I don't actually have the name of your town, Marcus. This is going to be Marcuston. Well, he had a town. Nice. Your own fucking town. Um, Marcus, you can see the Kushan army. You can see the uh, the invading forces, the uh, the gibbering demons that are that pour forth in a wave, the uh, monstrous creatures riding on horseback, and the larger beasts that lumber behind them uh, coming down to your village, uh, your home, and your loved ones. Uh, and you can see behind you... See behind you. God damn it, Mike. <sighs> this is why I have an editor. <clears throat> so you're at the top... You've crested the hill, and you can see down at the valley below. You can see the Crucian army rolling forth like a wave, almost reaching upon the... Uh, your city. 
the day suddenly darkens as the moon goes in front of the sun and the valley is coated in a night of an artificial night of red like blood has drenched everything and uh, you can feel something moving around your neck that D&D podcast is released under Creative Commons 2.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivative license tell your friends about us, but don't chop out the good stuff and don't sell our work the intro music is The Last Ones by Jazar, that's J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, and can be found at the Free Music Archive. The outro music is Kopika, K-O-P-E-I-K-A, by Et, that's E-T underscore, and can also be found at the Free Music Archive. Dungeons and Dragons and the D&D logo is a registered trademark of Wizards of the Coast. All of their copyrighted content is owned by their associated copyright holder.